Welcome to Locally Grown, a podcast about business, strategy, mindset, and everything in between to get you to your biggest triumphs and get you through your biggest challenges. If you're a brick and mortar business owner who is looking to scale to six, seven, or even eight figures, then this is the show for you. Each week, you'll discover tips to take your business from struggling to profitable, all from my own real-life experiences being an entrepreneur, coach, and business consultant. This is the podcast for helping you build a business today so you can also build a legacy for the next generation. I'm your host, Teresa Cantley. Hello there, and welcome back to the Locally Grown podcast with me, your host, Teresa Cantley. You know, when I first started my business, when I first started my first business, I should say, my first business coach told me that if I was really going to make it be successful, that I should never charge for my services. And I believe that for the longest time, right? Which was crazy. And going through that, that led to a lot of struggle, a lot of frustration, and a lot of heartbreak and breaking up with clients and also not getting out of my corporate job. Now, needless to say, that business coach is no longer in business. Funny thing. But that also kept me in a place of thinking, I need to figure out everything myself. And I didn't really want to work with a business coach ever again. Isn't that weird? Um, (laughs) And I'm going to go through the backstory with all of this. And I'm going to go through kind of, because y'all know I now work with a business coach, right? So I just kept listening to all the gurus. I kept thinking that I, you know, needed to get up at five in the morning and I needed to do this and I needed to run five miles every day. And I kept listening to what everyone else was saying. And I got stuck in the land of learning is what ended up happening. And what I mean by the land of learning, and I tell my clients this all the time, you learn and you just want to keep learning and you want to keep learning and you want to keep learning and you never, ever take action. You don't take action and you just keep kind of going down the same path. So I built my first business, which was my retail store and my business partner. If I didn't have her, I don't know what I would have done because I didn't really have anybody guiding me. Neither one of us had ever owned a business. Neither one of us had ever struggled through owning a business and really figuring out like all of the things that came along with it, fear, failure, you know, whatever. And then I built my second business, the consulting business, and was still going through that not really being sure how to put it together, not really being sure how to charge for it, not really being sure what to do next. And I think the bigger thing was I wasn't really taking action. The only action I knew to take was to just hustle my butt off and get new clients and just do all of the work for them and just keep moving forward. And with both businesses, I developed such a fear of rejection and such a fear of putting myself out there. And along with all of this, 
because as you know, I shut down my one business, my retail store in 2016 because of Vanessa getting sick, my husband getting sick and just thinking, I just can't, I want to do this by myself without her, number one. And number two, I'm like, I can't handle all of this alone. And that's exactly how I felt. I felt alone. I felt alone because I was trying to do all of these things. I was trying to build my business and not really sure what to do next. I got into the world of building online courses and going through launches of launching my online courses and coming up with a big goose egg every single launch to the tune of 20 launches and trying to figure out what am I doing wrong and at the same time, just continuing to move my business forward. And I mean, it was growing and it grew to six figures, but I was so burned out. I was so frustrated. I couldn't get past this plateau of where I was working with people one-on-one. And at the same time, I just felt so alone. So alone because I didn't have anybody to turn to. I didn't have anybody who really understood. I mean, I remember having a conversation with somebody and they were like, well, maybe you should get a part-time job. Maybe you should get a part-time job because you know, maybe you could kind of do this as like a hobby and then maybe have your part-time job and maybe that would be less, less stress. I mean, it was just crazy. It was crazy. So in 2018, I decided, and like I said, I was listening to all these business gurus out there who, you know, are making millions of dollars. They're driving all these amazing cars and I'm watching them online and I'm like doing all the things that they're saying and nothing's working. But also on the flip side of it, I was also going to Chamber of Commerce meetings. And I had been involved in three different Main Street organizations for local business owners. And I wasn't getting the help that I needed. All I kept seeing was that people were just in competition with each other. But also all they wanted to do was just bring people to meetings that wanted to sell their service. But I still wasn't getting the help that I needed. And I didn't feel connected. I still felt alone and more alone because I didn't have a business partner and I was by myself and I was trying to figure it out and I'm trying to help my clients at the same time. I had morphed my business twice into being a consultant, but me as the consultant, I felt alone. I felt like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I know all these things. I'm learning all these things. I'm teaching people how to do it. But then at the same time, I'm not implementing a lot of the things in my own business. And then in 2018, I joined my first mastermind. And I know a lot of people, when I talk about a mastermind, they think of like some kind of crazy guy who's like masterminding how to, you know, take over the world. That's not what it is. (laughs) But it was the first time that I said to myself and I said to my husband, I remember saying, I need to invest in my business and invest in myself and do this because what I've been doing hasn't been working. What I've been doing, I've been listening to all these people and what I've been doing hasn't worked and it led to a lot of anxiety. It led to not sleeping. And I was like, I've got to invest in something and try this. 
And I remember the first time I I spent $11,000, it was in 2018, and the first mastermind I ever joined. And I remember thinking, like, I felt like I was going to throw up. (laughs) And I also was like, how am I going to pay for this? How am I going to make this work? I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. Well, lo and behold, that year, the trajectory of my business, I ended up doubling my income. I joined another mastermind in 2019 and invested a little bit more. And again, the trajectory of my business increased. And in 2021, I started coaching. Actually, no, it was 2022. I got certified in 2021 and I started coaching in 2022 SCORE clients through the SBA. And a lot of them were local business owners who ended up going completely online or people who were online, but then wanted to start doing some pop-up shops and um, had these great ideas. And again, I saw that with my own business and the things that I learned, Chamber of Commerces weren't necessarily giving me what I needed, okay? Giving me that community and that accountability. Um, It was just a bunch of people coming together for coffee. Or like I said, a lot of people coming together to, you know, listen to somebody speak who wanted to sell their services. Wasn't really giving me immunity feeling like I had when I had joined these other masterminds. And the Main Street organizations that I had exposure to through clients of mine or through myself, again, it was just, it wasn't really giving that accountability. Like it was just business owners coming together, but we weren't really talking about the real problems that they were having, whether it would be problems with their team or problems with their, um, like, how do I even, you know, look at my financial statements? Or I've lost so much income because of what's happened over the past, you know, really five years. I mean, even prior to COVID, and I don't know what to do. But even the bigger thing, feeling like I have spent so much time and energy and effort and I've just hustled so much and I'm tired and I'm frustrated because the things that I've been wanting to do or the things that I've done haven't really worked. I'm still in debt and I'm, I'm not really sure which direction to go. It didn't give that community that they needed or that I needed. So I started growing, you know, I started talking to my score clients and meeting them on a, meeting with them on a regular basis. and thinking to myself and the the constant theme that kept coming up was that feeling of, I can't do this, or I don't know if this is going to work, or, you know, my spouse doesn't understand why I want to do this. And I kind of feel like I'm fighting this battle by myself. (laughs) I don't know if I can put myself out there, you know, and that kept coming up. And it was funny because I've always said to people that I've worked with, that mindset is 90% of your business. How you look at things, the perspective that you have about failure, what happens when you fail. Like I said, I had 20, it was actually 22 failed launches. I mean, I was a director of marketing and I come into this entrepreneurial space and 
every single thing I tried, every single, the truth is I didn't give up. I kept going and I kept trying again and I kept trying again and I kept failing and I kept my, kept putting myself out there consistently. And that's the thing I teach all of my clients, but also my score clients was you got to just keep going in the face of fear or in the face of people saying you're crazy or not really understanding how to do something. You have to just keep going. You have to keep trying. And the three things that I tell people about when you start to feel this entrepreneurial loneliness, because the truth is, is that many times over when you become an entrepreneur, you are in the 1% of people who are willing to put themselves out there, willing to take a risk for their dreams, and also willing to risk failure and to keep getting back up. But when you're in the middle of failure, you're like, because I've been there myself, you're laying there, you're crying, you want to pull the sheets over your head, you don't want to get out of bed. And you're like, what am I doing? What am I doing? And the thing is, is that the 1% that wants to keep going. So guess what? You got to keep going. You have to keep, you know, in the face of, again, people who are criticizing you, people who are, I mean, the person who told me to get a part-time job. Like, (laughs) so it would be less stress. You know, they're not going to understand. They're not going to understand why you're doing it. But you have to keep going. And it feels lonely. And the reason why it feels like that is because you're doing something that most people wouldn't do. And you're carving, I mean, for a lot of my clients who I work with and even myself, doing something that no one has done before because they're your ideas. And taking your unique ideas and your unique thoughts about how you want to build something and putting it out there, it feels lonely because other people don't understand. I had a conversation with one of my clients many times over who, you know, he has thought about bringing partners into his business. He has three local businesses, um, bringing partners into his business. But he's like, people who I've wanted to bring in, they don't necessarily understand what it really takes, what it really takes to build a business. And it's not necessarily, you know, making money, but it's about building the right team. And what it really takes is that grit and determination to build something that no one's ever done before, build something that no one's ever built before, to do things not like everybody else in your industry, but to do them the way that you think that you want to do them. And to really like figure out how to build those connections with the customers that are coming through your door every day. And that takes a lot. It takes a lot of having the right perspective. And when you're faced with cash flow crunches or you're faced with things not working or you're faced with, you know, employees quitting and all this stuff, guess what? It takes you down pretty fast. But I know if you're listening to this episode and that maybe has happened to you, you're not held down for long because you know what? Just like I did, you sit there and you say to yourself, okay, I'm just going to dust myself off. I'm going to pick myself back up and I'm going to figure out what happened and then also keep going. Try something different. Try something new. And the biggest thing that I did 
was I found the right mentor and the right group of people to help me to stay accountable and keep moving forward. So the thing, the three things that I always tell my clients when you're starting to feel like this and when you're starting to, you know, like things aren't going right and you feel like you, you can't really, like you're not really sure what to do next. Well, number one, again, you can't do this alone. You can't, none of us were meant to do entrepreneurship alone. It is not for the faint of heart. I don't care what anybody tells you. It is not for the faint of heart. And you can, just like I saw, and I, you know, saw all these, these entrepreneurs who I admired, all these gurus who I admired living this great life. And they always looked happy. And the truth is behind the scenes, they struggled. They struggled. They faced failure and they kept going. And the biggest thing that any of them would tell you is they invested in a mentor. So as I tell all of my clients, you can't do this alone. None of us were meant to do it alone. Because again, you're going to face challenges like you never thought. But those challenges are going to be filled with so many great lessons that will help you to get to the next level, that will help you to achieve all of the things that you've always wanted to achieve. But you got to find the right person to help you to do those things, to help you to grow beyond what you thought was ever possible for you. So that's number one, realizing that you can't do this alone and you weren't meant to do it alone. And trying to do it alone, well, first of all, it's going to make it harder and take longer for you to achieve the things that you want to achieve. But also that loneliness, I mean, I have lots of friends, lots of friends. And when I felt lonely, I would try talking to them and I would always get, well, watch what so-and-so does and maybe you should just do what they do, which was the worst thing ever, like the worst advice ever. (laughs) So, but really having that group of people and that mentor that can help you to do the things that you want to do. So that's number one. Number two, having someone or a group of people to hold you accountable. That was the biggest thing for me is that I was just doing, but there was no intention behind her. I was learning, but I wasn't taking what I learned and then implementing it, letting it fail, and then like fixing it and trying again. So having someone to hold you accountable and completely push you out of your your comfort zone, which is a big thing. I mean, I have a client who has been in many different groups and she was in these groups and she never really came out of her comfort zone. She's been doing things in her business the same way for many, many years and could never figure out why either she was going backwards or she was staying in the same place. Well, because she wasn't completely coming out of her comfort zone. What got you to this point is not going to get you to the next point. What got you through last year is not going to get you through this year. And that was the biggest thing that she's had to realize is that she had to completely be pushed out of her comfort zone. But it took the right person to really have that hard conversation with her and say, okay, these are the next steps that you need to do. The thing that people struggle with the most is not necessarily the creative ideas, but it's the implementation and how do you implement it and who implements it. 
That's the piece that people get stuck on. That was the piece that I got stuck on. It's not just a matter of doing busy work, but doing the right work and having a group of people or someone to hold you accountable and make sure that you are consistently pushing yourself, pushing the boundaries of your own comfort zone so that you can do the things that you need to do. When we have that, enables us to be completely open and honest about what's really happening so that you can get the help that you need so that you can course correct or you can completely shift directions or you know what you need to do next. And I think that's the biggest piece is, you know, when we start to feel that loneliness and that fear and that anxiety around our business, I think a lot of times it's because we're not putting ourselves out there because we're afraid or we're seeing we're constantly being busy doing stuff, but we're not necessarily doing the right things and trying to put ourselves out there and trying to do it yourself starts to make you feel that loneliness because you're trying to do it yourself. And the third thing is, you know, when we're starting to feel like that, um, talking to people from different backgrounds. I think for me, diversity is the key to innovation. And when we talk to people from different backgrounds and different industries, it brings in that diverse thinking about our problem, our situation, our business. It brings in diverse ideas and ways that we can innovate. So allowing ourselves, first of all, this goes back to point number one, realizing we can't do it alone. We can't and we shouldn't because it's not for the faint of heart. So then number two, allowing ourselves to be open to having someone hold us accountable. And when someone is able to hold us accountable and push us out of our comfort zone, my mentor pushes me every single time I talk to him. Every single time I talk to him, he pushes me way out of my comfort zone. And I'm also able to be open about this is my situation. This is what's going on financially. This is what's going on with my client base. This is what's going on with me. This is how I'm feeling, you know, and this is where I'm stuck and I feel stuck. And every time I feel stuck, he always reminds me that stuck, we're never stuck. We can get out of it. We just have to see things a little bit differently. And sometimes we need a perspective from somebody else to help us to see things differently, which is that diversity that comes into into play when we're able to explore ideas and explore problems and explore situations with people outside of our industry, outside of the norm of what we're used to. And it took me a while to come up with these three things about you know, I've been working with people for 10 years and, you know, looking at what really would help, like what, what are those three things that you can do if you start to feel that loneliness? Because again, being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. Starting your own business is not for the faint of heart. That's why I always tell people, you know, if you're working full time and you want to start something, you like you really want to go into business for yourself and you want to become an entrepreneur, 
don't just cut off your day job, (laughs) figure out how to do it like in conjunction with each other. And it requires some sacrifice. It requires like completely being dedicated and determined and committed to what it is that you want to do, what it is that you want to build. So while you're trying to build things, things are going to fail along the way. And you need to, you know, if, if you just cut it and start your business, you know, it's sometimes just people end up resenting what they're doing. (laughs) So we don't want to do that. That's a whole other topic, but looking at these things and saying, okay, what does it boil down to those three things that can help you in the times when you do start to feel lonely. And I had a conversation with Um, what I did, let's go back to my score people. So what I ended up doing was I was having these one-on-one calls and thinking about what it is that people really need and thinking about these three things that can help when you do start to feel like this or when things aren't working. So what I ended up doing was I said to myself, all right, I'm going to bring these people together. It's six people and I'm going to bring them together. They're all in different industries, not one is in the same industry. Not one is doing the same thing. So I decided to bring them together. And twice a month, we have a group call. And we get together and we talk about a topic. And I can coach them on a a specific topic and they can ask questions. And they're also accountable to implement those things back into their business. And then the second call of the month, we always talk about you know, what is it that they're struggling with and what is it that, that they're stuck on or what is it that they need help with? And a lot of times it does come down to that perspective on, I don't know if I can do this, like this is what's going on and I don't know how to fix it or I don't even know how to get started or, you know, whatever. And it's funny because this group has really rallied around each other to help and give ideas And I mean, one person, she was working full-time and building her business and had launched her business. And it's an an amazing business. And in the middle of it, she was just so burned out at her full-time job. She ended up getting another job that was complimentary to what she was building in her business. And that idea came from the group. Not me necessarily, but from people in the group. And together we held her accountable to get her business launched, she ended up finding this job and she's moving forward. And there's just, I, there's, so, there's countless other examples about things that have happened in this group, the same kind of stuff. And just helping people work through problems with team, problem with finances, problems with, you know, even how to get funding and just even how to get out of a rut where you feel like you just want to give up. And that's what this group has been able to do. And I had a conversation with one of my members last week, and he said to me, funny, he said, you know, the biggest struggle that I've had with building my business is that feeling of loneliness, that entrepreneurial loneliness that comes up. And he said, doing, he said, I can't thank you enough for bringing this group together because he said, especially when you're just starting out, this group will 1,000 times over help you 
to work through a lot of the struggles and things that you go through. But he said, even as somebody who's been in business for seven years, he said, this group has helped me so much to get out of my own head and to really say, all right, I need to stop controlling everything that's happening and trying to figure out how to do it on my own. And I need to let go and build that team. So people won't always, and and that just like blew me away because that's exactly why I created this. And it's called the Business Advisory Board. That's why I created it for them is to create this space with accountability, to create this space where diverse backgrounds can give diverse ideas and suggestions and solutions to problems. And to really hold people accountable to say, okay, these are the goals that you were shooting towards and where are you? And how can we help you if you're stuck or you're falling short or you know, you something's not working right? How can we help you to course correct? And that's exactly what this group has done, what I wanted it to do. And according to my client, he that's exactly what their group is doing. And that's the idea. I mean, if you think about a, an advisory board and a big business, that's what the advisory board does, is it helps to walk through problems or take big goals and big initiatives and break them into small pieces so that the business can really achieve the projections that they're looking to achieve. It's no different. And in my experiences, being in chambers and being in um, merchants associations and being in other groups, I wanted to create a space for these people that would help to build accountability, to help them take responsibility, to help them with that commitment to what it was, those declarations that they made as to what they wanted to be the best at in their industry and in their business. And what were those unique things that they wanted to create? And to every meeting, we talk about it. We talk about what's going on in their business and where they are and help them to say, okay, maybe you should try this or maybe this needs to change. And the next time they're constantly consistently moving forward with things. So people won't always understand what you're doing. People won't understand why you're sacrificing things and you're doing something different instead of just playing it safe in a regular job. People won't understand why, you know, you want to do this and that's okay. Okay. My first business my business partner's husband didn't understand why we were doing it. I mean, he did and he didn't, but he would constantly give us crap for wanting to try something different. And you know what? At that time, we were each other's business advisory board because her husband didn't necessarily understand. And my husband, to some degree, didn't understand either. And that's okay. Because not everybody's going to understand, especially if they're not in your shoes. And that's okay. But being in a group of people that understand and can help you to move things forward, can help you to really see that vision that no one else can see. When you talk about building your vision and what you need to make that vision happen, one of the biggest thing is a co-creator. Co-creators to help you to say, yeah, that's a crazy vision. 
all right, how are we going to do it? And really help you to make that happen. That's exactly why I wanted to create this group. And that fear that we have when we're trying something new and we're doing something new, the only way that we can get through that fear is literally leaning into it and just doing it in the face of it. That fear is never going to go away. The struggle is never going to go away. But when you have a group of people that are helping you to say, yeah, okay, high fear, but I'm going to do it anyway, or helping you to say, yeah, that struggle is happening, but what are the lessons underneath it that you can take from it so that you can keep moving forward? That's why I wanted to create this group. And it's why I'm actually taking what I did for my score clients and I'm actually putting it out there to the public. It is going to be a completely custom curated group of people, application only. You know, it's going to be a very small group, um, but it's going to be a group of people who are committed, a group of people who are committed to moving their business forward that they can bounce ideas off of and they can hold each other accountable to consistently take action. Because again, that's the biggest piece that people have problems with is that implementation, that taking action consistently. And that's what this group is going to be for. So we're going to have more details about it, but this is kind of like a little heads up as far as like what's coming. And if you're interested, you can actually join a wait list that we have so that when we are ready to go, you'll get firsthand information about what's happening. I've done this before. I've actually done um, when I have launched, um, when I've opened up my book for one-on-one clients, I've done the wait list thing because it allows me to see who's really like dedicated and committed and is like, I want to do this because I want to get to that next level. I want to, I don't even want to say that next level, but I want to achieve the results that I've been struggling to achieve and I've always wanted to achieve and I just haven't gotten there. This is my year to do it. I want to know who those people are because those people I want to work with and those people want to work with me and want to be in this group. Because this group, again, is going to be, and it's the same thing I did with my SCORE clients. Not all of my SCORE clients are in this group. This is a curated group of dedicated, committed people who I know are going to change the world. And I know that they're going to help each other do it. So if you want to be one of those people moving forward and you want 2023 to be your year, I mean, it's the year of the rabbit, the year of abundance, the year of prosperity, the year of partnerships and collaborations. So go to TeresaCantley.com forward slash wait list and make sure that you fill out your information, get on the list so that we can get you information first for when we are opening up applications to be a part of this business advisory board. If you look at business advisory boards in corporations, anytime they have a good advisory board, that business soars. And that's what I want for you. And if I were you, I would want that too. So anyway, have a great rest of your week. And don't forget to go to TeresaCantley.com forward slash waitlist if you are ready to have 2023.
be your breakthrough year. All right. See you soon. Bye.